Hi everyone, welcome to my podcast where we talk all things that are most dear to the heart. I'm Bobby Houston, co-senior pastor of Hillsong Church and founder of the Color Sisterhood. I'm passionate about seeing all people find Jesus as Saviour and gain a revelation of their value in Him and then rise up to make a stand for justice in the earth. This is a place that you'll hear from me, the Color Sisterhood team and some of our beloved friends. To find out more and stay up to date, please visit bobbyhouston.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. You're now live. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Am I live? <laughs> oh my gosh, girls, that took me forever to do that. I am so sorry. Just wasted five minutes of your time. Oh my God, I can see you now. Good morning. Good morning. Pastor Bobby just had a technical f- malfunction, so never mind. <laughs> You're gorgeous. All right. Good morning. Praise the Lord, it is Thursday morning and this is Sisterhood and seriously, the anticipation and sitting here waiting to do this is worse than standing in front of a stadium, no kidding. Okay, I can see some of you girls, I can see Vicky, um, yeah, Vicky Reese, I can see, beautiful, come on. What we need to do is uh, yell like we do at conference and say, come on girls, get out of the bathroom. <laughs> That's good, are you well? So nice to see you. Amen. Father God, we just thank you for this morning. We thank you that we get to actually be together in this medium. And so, Father God, um, I just pray that wherever girls are watching on, if guys are watching and whoever's watching on, Father God, that right now you will be with us as we just share a little bit of time together and chat and just be sisterhood in Jesus' name. Amen. Have you got your coffees? hope so. Someone just brought me a uh, tuck shop coffee which is kind of nice so praise the lord for that and i've got water and i've got fisherman's friends (laughs) i start to choke anyway it's good so thursday morning in all seriousness um this is our second week doing um igtv igtv um style and um heard great feedback from last week so i love that so there were several thousand girls um hooked in or people hooked in and the nice part about that was that I got to actually chat with so many of our girls across Australia so primarily this is for you guys but of course our world's larger than that so we get to chat and what have you so hi again to students wherever you are in the world Um, all our um, campus pastors amazing are you doing good amen I mean how are we surviving here I was just looking at my nails look at that okay we're in trouble soon such a shallow thing to talk about, but um, this color is called Lovers in the Bear, lasts forever, but seriously, it's going to be bear real soon, soon, so anyway, that doesn't matter. So I'm sitting actually in um, our spare bedroom, Brian's out in the lounge room, and um, I didn't want to disturb him, he's writing messages for Sunday, and so I'm down in our back bedroom, I've got the door open, so hopefully you can see the beautiful bush out there. And the parrots and everything have been making a racket, so they're kind of quiet. They must be listening. But if you hear screeching, if you're from overseas and you hear screeching in the background, I promise you, no one is killing anyone in the bush. It's just these giant parrots that actually are out there, so many of them. I heard once that um, they're really expensive overseas, so it's illegal to um, sell them or to ship them out. 
But I remember once sitting on my balcony here, we've lived here for a lot of years, and uh, I counted, I think, 12 or 15 of them sitting on my balcony. So uh, at the time I was thinking, wow, hmm, that could seriously pay off our mortgage in Jesus' name. But um, I said that great feedback from last week, and um, someone actually said, your voice, Bobby, is really soothing, which honestly made me laugh because I don't particularly think I have a soothing voice. But um, <clears throat> I'm definitely that person who, when I was younger, people, my girls will know this, people would phone the house and I would answer back in the day of landline. <laughs> and they would say, hello, can I speak to mummy? And I'd be like, I am the mummy. But anyway, so someone said my voice is soothing, but here's the deal. I'm just going to push this along. Hi, Joe from Northern Beaches and Mary Capper again and what have you. But um. I think when it comes to a voice being soothing, it's not so much the voice or the accent or anything like that. I think I just, I just wonder if it's not like 63 years of life talking. And I think that's what sometimes resonates with people. I know my husband has got a very gravelly voice these days. He's kind of got a radio voice. But it's remarkable how people just go, I recognize your voice, Brian. I recognize your voice sometimes before I even recognize you if we're out in public. And there's just something about that voice and it's not because he's extra special or anything like that he is actually but um it's because there's a lot of life being told and so i just want to encourage us um in the days that we're in we are seven days further into this global journey and things have definitely intensified but i think they're going to intensify maybe before they settle that's what all the experts are saying so again we need to pay attention to what is happening around us and um, give due diligence to that. But um, but have faith. And sometimes that's how it is. Sometimes you've just got to ride out the storm. And again, we don't know. We're not going to be so presumptuous as to um, say this, this or that. But we're in a global storm right now. And um, in many places, you know, things are okay. It's okay at your house. The only drama happening in your house is managing your children or managing their math or their geography or whatever. But for others, you know, it's hectic. It's grim. It's a grim story. And so again, our hearts go out to you. And even if we joke a little bit, our hearts are actually with you right now. And we're praying for you. And again, like last week, honestly, if you have a need, if you're part of our congregation or you know someone in the community who's not doing so good, like there are pathways and we'll load them up onto the Instagram and um, our social media and online. And there's pathways where you can put your hand up and um, say, you know, I'm not okay or I feel like someone is not okay or needs some help. And as a church, we will try to do our very best for that. Amen. But, you know, you've got to actually ride the storm, like I just said. And um, I don't know if you've ever been in a storm and you've had to ride it out. And I have certainly. I've been in a few storms. We have wild electrical storms down here in Australia and what have you. But um, I was thinking about this late last night. And I remembered, okay, the major storm in my life was, um, you know, two or three days into our honeymoon, quite literally. And you girls know that story. And it's I actually wrote about it in... Um, stay the past so I searched I found my copy I get my scribbly copy of my own book how funny is that but um yeah I actually wrote about that about writing out a storm but here's the deal all right let me just be, bear with me for one second all right so it's chapter two and it's called stay homeward bound all right because that's that's a really good 
thing to stay homeward bound. It's about being compelled in the convictions that we have. And so I, I started here, it goes, um, you know, literally I'm quoting Brian. He writes, um, he goes, it's okay, darling. If we die, we will go to heaven. Awkward pause, it's just getting there. His words were designed to instill peace and confidence into his brand new bride of two days. A new bride who now stood ankle deep, ankle deep in ocean water, drenched to the bone and marginally white with shock. And so many of you girls know this story. On our honeymoon, we had this crossing from the North Island to the South Island of New Zealand and on this huge ferry boat. I mean, it was enormous. It would be equivalent like a three-story building. And the waters, we got out into the heads and the waters just became very, very treacherous, crazy. We were looking up at walls of water. And so I tell that story in, in here, I've preached it before, but here's the deal. And this is life, okay? So that is just one little chapter. It's one chapter. And in life, okay, in life, there are seasons, there are chapters, and there's the beginning of that season or that chapter, and there is an end to the season and the chapter. And that is actually the nature of life. Seed time and harvest, you know? Um, summer, autumn, winter, springtime. There's, there is a beginning and an end to seasons. And we're trusting and believing that this season that we're facing together, this pandemic around the world is gonna actually have a conclusion. Because when I come across to the back of this little chapter, where I share about a certain storm in my life, um, this is what I write at the end. Okay, I hope I can read it. My eyes are a little bit fuzzy at the moment. It says, um, I wrote here at the back, by the way, we survived the ocean experience on our honeymoon. The captain who had years of experience read the prevailing conditions, steadied the boat and brought us safely to shore. I may have thrown up, sorry, I did, and I may have um, slept the entire way around the South Island post um, shock reaction and lingering motion sickness, but we lived to tell a story. <laughs> if you offered me a holiday on a cruise ship, I'd probably decline, still wounded. And I know that's actually probably a little bit sensitive right now, but I would. But I've learned lessons from the ordeal, mainly that my captain, Jesus, is with us in every storm and crisis. I know that sounds a bit um, cliche, but it's true. I learned three days into our marriage that Christ is in the midst of every turbulence life may throw at you. This God I speak of will never leave nor forsake you. So take heart if that is what you need to hear personally. And so you know what? This is a chapter in the history of humankind and we're in it and we're gonna write his story in the middle of it, amen? Does that sound like a plan, girls? I hope it does. Yeah, so um, crazy things. But you know, in the midst of it, prayer is ascending. And I think people are praying like never before. And I know this of my God and our God together, girls, that you know what? No prayer ascends where it doesn't reach the ears of God. And there will be answers to prayers. So don't be afraid to pray in this season. Don't be afraid to pray for others because prayer is ascending. I think um, love and community is ascending and being felt quite literally. And we're so proud of our church. We're so proud of Hillsong um, all around the country and actually around the world. You are just really building that community and that sense of closeness and you're doing such a great job um, in, you know, in, in trying times. And um, I got actually last night to chat with Kathy Clark in our Hillsong London and we did one of these together where she interviewed me and we talked about color and we talked about different things and it was just so nice to connect 
and um, it just feels really natural. Um, <laughs> on a hilarious note, we're obviously all learning digital skills and um, obviously you can tell by my lateness to the party today that I am learning how to actually turn on a live um, iGram feed. And so basically my people need to tell me if I'm doing something wrong because I have no idea. But we're learning these skills and um, even the team, they did something even yesterday, they kind of loaded up this little thing that actually shows people who are literally a little bit um, digitally dysfunctional how to do things. Because you know, it's very natural for young people. <laughs> I'm young, but anyway. Um, okay, we're learning. What other skills are we learning, girls? Seriously, tell me some of the skills that you're learning. Honestly, Hannah Hobbs, what are you just saying? Hi, Alita Turner, Nandy Spry, Sarah Coroya. Hooray, beautiful. I'm loving this girl's Annie, Annie Garrett. Yes, Hastings, you having your baby? We just, um, yeah, baby boy come in and we can't have your baby shower. But um, I may have got you something yesterday, so hopefully it's going to be delivered with all your friends and that. But um, yeah, we're learning cooking skills, <laughs> sandwich skills. I was chatting with all the campus um, wives and girls um, the other night. And I'm like, what are you all cooking? Because, hallelujah, <laughs> yeah, it was hilarious. Um, yeah, I think Nat Pingle was making spaghetti bolognese. I think I put a roast in. Although I cannot believe how expensive meat is becoming, so maybe we'll have to be meatless. What about sandwich skills? Oh my gosh, seriously. Sandwich skills. <laughs> Lucy Mendez from South America. Yeah, um, my PA is telling me I'm doing great. Thank you. And my fringe looks great. Okay, I chopped it last night myself. But here's the deal, sandwiches. What the heck is going on? Like having Brian home for two weeks. Yeah, so it's like, what's for lunch? Sandwiches. Anyway, I feel like we are going to roll out of this like the bread people of the planet. Does anyone agree with me? Is anyone starting to feel like a bread stick? Yeah, I was thinking, um, you know, we joke about I am sisterhood. We are sisterhood. Okay, well, I've got a new one. It's like I am bread. Uh, and it doesn't help when beautiful people like Caesar keep donating gorgeous, beautiful bread for all of us. But um, yeah, so maybe we just need a new declaration. All right, so some of you people who are sassy writers, you can help me write a new declaration because we have a sisterhood declaration that I wrote in 2009. Seriously, I need to update that thing. But it still is strong. It's like I am sisterhood is a declaration. So we need to write a new one about bread. I am sisterhood is a declaration about bread. And, uh, you know, it's like, I am rye, I am flaxseed. <laughs> sourdough? Anyone for sourdough? Okay, if you have gut issues, sourdough is always going to be better for you. Um, what about patience skills? How are they going, girls? Okay, patience skills. Yeah, learning patience, being patient with your babies, patient with your husband, patient with life, patient with the government. Okay, keep praying for our governments and those in leadership. I, I personally think they're really trying really hard to get it right, and it's just a changing landscape. So let's be patient, let's be part of the answer, let's be part of life, let's speak life over people, life into the atmosphere, life into situations. How about, um, how about learning skills? We're learning skills where we are discovering what it is to be generous <laughs> and frugal. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we've got to be generous because we're a generous people by the grace of God, but then also frugal. 
So I don't know about you, but I mean, I'm looking at things actually um, differently. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm sure all of us are not using as much toilet paper as we used to. But um, frugal, which is wise, not scary, but also staying generous. And I know on that note, I just see Catherine um, Temporatnam just popping up here, giving me a little clap. But honestly, um, Hillsong Church, we are, mm, by the grace of God, there is a renown about your generosity, and especially when it comes to looking after the food banks of the city. And so I know those have been stretched and um, uh, depleted. And so as a church, again, if you go on to city care, or if you look into any of those pathways, we're, we're still keeping this alive because we actually want to be an answer for people. Amen? Totally. Did anyone of you see early this morning a woman with two sons being interviewed, I think on the Today Show or the Morning Show. And she's, you know, traveled back and now she's in, um, you know, quarantine in a hotel room. And all she's asking for is that she can have some fresh air. She just wants her boys to go outside and have some fresh air and it's like not, not possible. And so I, I so empathized. I mean, she wasn't complaining or whinging. She was just, she was grateful that she had a nice room and, you know, she's been fed and looked after and everyone's trying, but she just is craving some fresh air. And I know that feeling because I've stayed in a lot of hotels and I love the ones that open, the window opens a little bit so you can get some fresh air. So, um, yeah, we just need to keep praying for people. And then, um, and then again, just like I just said, patience. You know, just patience. And I think, honestly, these are days for, if I may say this, days for... Um, reminding ourselves of what the fruit of the spirit is and i think when the lord wrote that and when you know heaven scribed that for us and the holy spirit said yeah there are some fruits or evidence of my presence in your life things like love joy peace long suffering gentleness goodness meekness temperance faith okay all of those things like these this is our chance to really exercise them and by the grace of god demonstrate them to our children okay so no one losing their marbles or getting impatient or exasperated and if you are then just go into the bathroom and go to the toilet and just um relax again <laughs> in jesus name okay just two things i um i want to just um that i thought i would just share this morning if i may um all right oh, 23 minutes okay but i was five minutes late coming to the party um, i just wanted number one i want to remind us girls to remember, Hillsong Church, remember, remember the reality of sowing and reaping. And I've said this to you many, many times, hey, there are things in life that we sometimes reap because we have sown them. Like if you don't sow enough love or kindness or grace, sometimes it can come back and bite you in the bum. I said that. It will come back and bite you in the backside. All right, so there are sometimes there are things that we um, reap in life because we've actually sown them. They, that can always be corrected. But then sometimes there are things in life that we reap that we haven't sown. And we reap them simply because we are living in a fallen state, a fallen world. And that's literally, is, that is what is happening right now. Okay? We haven't sown this pandemic. The vast majority of us haven't. Okay? It's happened. It's happened. So in the middle of this, we need to keep sowing the right things. And Psalm 23, as you would well know, it says, talks about passing through the valley of the shadow of death. 
And the important thing there is that you keep passing through. Okay, the whole thing with Psalm 23 is that we keep walking through, passing through the shadow, the valley of, of the shadow of death, sorry. We've got to keep passing through, we've got to keep moving through, don't camp there, keep moving and keep sowing. It's so important to keep sowing and doing the right things. And you know what the right things are when it comes to kingdom, when it comes to life, when it comes to securing. It's like in life, if you, like if you sow a famine, you'll reap a famine. And the truth is, the vast, vast majority of you, you are sowers, you are generous, you are givers, you, are, you, are, you sow in every area of your life, and you're going to reap that, all right? God is going to take care of you. And the reason I'm saying that is because if we do that, then we're going to be like Elisha in um, first, was it first Kings 17, all right? First Kings chapter 17, you can go there and read it. But it tells a story how Elisha found himself in a wilderness experience. A whole lot of drama was going on. He had a chapter going in his life, literally. And he finds himself in a wilderness with no provision. And do you know what God does? Because he was in the will of God. He was seeking to do the will of God. Old Testament, ancient, legend of old, teaching us lessons. But because of that, do you know what? God sent ravens, quite literally birds. He sent ravens to feed him. And the ravens fed him and provided for him until that chapter in his life was over. And then God gave him direction for the next chapter and the next area of provision. So I'm saying that again in context of so many people around Australia, around the world, who are losing jobs, who are losing their income, um, losing their employment. It's been compromised. But again, can I remind us in Scripture, that, you know, especially like in the Amplified Bible translation, it puts it beautifully, it says, talks about the, um, excuse me, the uncompromisingly righteous. <laughs> I know, the uncompromisingly righteous. You know, and then there's just promises. So again, our convictions are to, to remain uncompromising in the things that are important. And so I'm just saying, church, keep sowing, keep sowing life, keep sowing, keep doing the right thing. Amen. Amen. People are asking me questions. <laughs> I love that. Oh, hello, people. Anyway, um, so I just wanted to, to encourage you on that. And then the second thing, I just want to remind us about the reality of more than enough. More than enough, which is actually the tenor of Scripture and life. And so I got this little email last week <clears throat> from a beautiful girl who was part of our college. All right. So yeah, yeah, to the, all the college students again. Amen. Okay, hallelujah. All right, and you all remember her name is Genesis, and she's from Guatemala. So can I read it to you? Okay, are you all right with me reading? All right, let me do this. Ah, day. Okay, from California. Beautiful. She was also at college. She's just had a brand new baby. It's part of our um, California uh, OC um, room. She's just had a beautiful new baby. So, and Brookie is back. I love you, Brookie. Okay, and Cass is there. Chemistry. What are you doing? You're doing chemistry, Cass. You can multitask. You're amazing. Ah, my uh, nephew's wife, that would be a niece, um, Ange, is saying hello. Ah, praise the Lord. Okay, here's the deal. Next week, I'm actually going to learn how to actually call people. I know I said that last week, but... Too much has happened. Anyway, what am I doing? I want to read you this letter. She goes, this is from Genesis. Okay, everyone say Genesis. All right. She goes, hello, beautiful Pastor Bobby. I'm watching your IG story today. 
so that was last week and I want to say thank you for asking us if we are okay and partnering with the Holy Spirit to remind us it will be more than okay. When you shared the story of this whisper with us back in um, Color 2015, I was experiencing the darkest season of my life, full of panic attacks, anxiety, severe depression. Yet at the same time, God used for good what the enemy wanted to use for bad. And listen to this. And the valley of shadow and death turned into an altar of remembrance, an altar of worship to remember he is good. And that because of who he is, everything will be more than okay. God truly, God truly turns desert places into gardens. Which again is our whole thought for the past year or so about Eden. Like finding Eden in the chaos. Do you remember that? So she writes, continues, continue, she says, I graduated last year from Hillsong College with a Bachelor in Theology. And I had the honor of serving in Shani's team in TV. I am now back home, Guatemala, and the whisper you shared with us when you asked the Holy Spirit, are we going to be okay? And he said to you, more than okay, has stayed with me since then. It is a word I brought to Guatemala to share with all my girls back at home. This word I shared also with my sister, and listen to this, in 2015, and in love and wonder, God called her to Hillsong College as well. Now she is finishing her third year, and that whisper has become a rhema word for both of us. So she writes, thank you, Pastor Bobby, for serving the Lord Jesus with integrity, integrity and righteousness. With all my heart, I pray for the blessings over you and your family. Thank you for pastoring us with the fear of God so that we can encounter a safe place like Hillsong Church and Hillsong College. Being discipled in kingdom, God's kingdom culture changed my life forever. Much love, Genesis. So I don't know if she is um, listening on right now from way in South America. But if you are, sweetheart, we, um, we miss you and we love you and thank you for that. And again, do you know what? I When I, honestly, when I um, read her email, to be honest, I had forgotten about that. I've forgotten about that moment, that God whisper. She says color 2015, so that must have been it five years ago, but I actually forgot it and must have been, okay, I can only imagine five years ago, but whatever was happening. Yeah, I think I was in the bathroom and I'm like, Lord, are we going to be okay? Are we actually going to be okay? And straight back felt the Lord say, mm, more than okay, more than okay. And that is the promise of all believers, right? So if you are sitting here, wherever you're out from, like honestly, I'm in this really peaceful setting. You might not be in a peaceful setting right now. And you're thinking, are we going to be okay? We have to trust. This is where the word of God is coming alive in us. Amen. Do you believe that? And then I also got another email. I'm going to stop chattering in a minute. But I got another email from um, another student who was telling me, I'll just, um, she was telling me that, she comes to sisterhood each week and she has a sister who doesn't know the Lord and has been praying for the sister. Long story short, the sister, you know, obviously is living a pretty hectic life and ended up in prison and jail for seven days. And then the sister writes to her. She hasn't contacted the one who's here um, and says quite literally in prison, she had a God encounter and she found Christ. And then she's out and then she's writing to the sister here who serves at Sisterhood and says, do you ever watch um, Sisterhood um, on the Hillsong channel? 
do you ever watch it? Because it's, you know, really good and it's really helping me. And then she proceeded to tell her sister down here at college, um, you know, the scriptures. And it, so these are miracle working days and God is using this medium. Hey, so that's nice. It's nice to tell that. Okay, I just want to read. Can I read one more passage of scripture and leave that with you? Or have you had enough of me? Mm. Yeah, praise God. What are we talking about down here? Cooking. Yeah, we should just do a cooking segment, hey? I might throw it to the crazy people. <laughs> oh, and before I forget, before I forget, um, on at Hillsong Sisterhood AU, which is Australia, but you're all welcome. Okay, this is where we talk to you. So some of our lead girls, our state girls, our state leader girls with their husbands. So we're talking about Beck Wood and Nicola Douglas and Danny J and Joycey Dixon. I got them to record a little thing. So you can go in there and we'll let them just talk to your beautiful faces for a few seconds. And then um, we just might load up some funny things up there and entertaining things, hey. But here's one thing. Can I just read one more passage of scripture? Because nothing speaks louder to us in these times in scripture, right? Is that okay? Yeah. Can we do that? You want makeup? Ariel. Areli. Areli. <laughs> I always call you Areli. We miss you. California. Yes, you could do a makeup um, tutorial. I did my own today. I'm cutting my own fringe. Praise the Lord. Can I read this to you, babes? Mm -hmm. Can I read it? So just maybe close your eyes. I think I read this, I think I, I, I camped on this last year. But it's the kindness of Christ toward us and it's recorded in the word. And so it's John chapter 17, I'm reading out of the message in Jesus' name. And so Jesus said these things. So he is imparting to his disciples. He's setting them up for the season that was coming. All right. And he's kind of repetitive. All right. He's trying to drive a point home. And so Jesus said these things, then raising his eyes in prayer, he said, Father, it's time. Display the bright splendor of your son. So the son in turn may show you so the sun in turn may show your bright splendor. You put him in charge of everything human, so he might give real and eternal life to all in his charge. And this is the real and eternal life, that they know you, the one and only true God. And Jesus Christ, whom you sent. I glorified you on earth by completing down to the last detail what you assigned me to do. Imagine that. Imagine if we could, like Christ, Christ in us, hallelujah, if we could complete down to the last detail what has been assigned to us. And I read that and I think, what has been assigned to me, Bobby Houston? A great love, first and foremost, my one thing is the church of Jesus Christ and seeing the house of God be beautiful. And within that is sisterhood. Within that is you and I, like us doing this together. But imagine if I could, by the grace of God, hallelujah, complete to the last detail what has been assigned. And now, Father, glorify me with your very own splendor, he says, the very splendor I had in your presence before there was even a world. Verses 6 to 12, I spelled out your character in detail, isn't that lovely? To the men and women you gave me, they were yours in the first place, then you gave them to me, this is Jesus speaking, and they have now done what you said. They know now beyond shadow of a doubt 
that everything you gave me is firsthand from you, Father. For the message you gave me, I gave them, and they took it, and they were convinced that I came from you. They believed that you sent me. And so Jesus says, I pray for them. I pray for them. I'm not praying for the God-rejecting world at the moment. Everything about Christ's mission is for the God-rejecting world also. But here he's actually praying for those who he senses have drawn it near. He says, I'm not praying for that rejecting world, but for those you gave me, for they are yours by right. Everyone, everything mine is yours and yours mine. And my life is on display in them, for I'm no longer going to be visible in this world. Mm, again, let me say that again. He says, for I am no longer going to be visible in the world, they'll, but they'll continue in the world while I return to you. Holy Father, he says, guard them as they pursue this life that you conferred as a gift through me, so they can be one heart and mind, as we are one heart and mind. As long as I was with them, I guarded them in the pursuit of the life that you gave through me. Listen to this. I even posted a night watch. This is the Lord speaking to us. I even posted a night watch and not one of them got away except for the rebel bent on destruction. It continues, now I'm returning to you, Father. I'm saying these things in the world's hearing so my people can experience my joy completed in them. I gave them your word. The godless world hated them because of it, because they didn't join the world's ways, just as I didn't join the world's ways. I'm not asking, listen girls, I'm not asking that you take them out of the world, but that you guard them from the evil one. They are no more, listen, this is amazing, are you listening? They are no more, they are no more defined by the world than I am defined by the world. Make them holy, consecrated with the truth. Your word is consecrating truth. In the same way that you gave me a mission in the world, I give them a mission in the world. I'm concentrating, I'm consecrating, not concentrating. I'm, <laughs> I'm consecrating myself for their sakes. So there'll be truth consecrated in their mission. Okay, nearly done. I'm praying not only for them, but also for those who will believe in me, those to come. Because of, okay, my reading is pathetic. I'm praying not only for them, but also for those who will believe in me because of them and their witness about me. The goal is for all of them to become one heart and mind, just as you, Father, are in me and I in you. So there might be one heart and mind with us. Then the world might believe that you, in fact, sent me. The same glory you gave me, I gave them. So they'll be as united, unified, and together as we are. I and them, you and me. Then they'll be mature in this oneness. Isn't that lovely? You'll, they'll be mature in this oneness. And give the goddess world evidence that you sent me and loved them in the same way you've loved me. <clears throat> okay, here it goes. Father, I want those you gave me to be with me right where I am so they can see my glory, the splendor you gave me, having loved me long before there ever was a world. Righteous Father, righteous Father, the world has never known you, but I have known you, and these disciples know that you sent me on this mission. I have made your, I have made your very being known to them, who you are and what you do, and continue to make it known. 
so that your love for me might be in them exactly as I am in them. <laughs> I love it. It's so powerful. It's kind of repetitive, but you know what? He's making a point. And so I can't encourage you enough. Um, I read that to you, but go in John chapter 17. Have a read for yourself. It's beautiful. Amen. Okay, you know what, Ashley? Enough is enough. And um, I think that's all I really want to do with you girls. Okay, so you're the best. I can see Judith Chris from um, Phoenix and uh, Rose Medwin again. Ben Little. Excellent. The Brohood is here. And what is Donna Croucher saying? Don't get stuck in the wrong valley. And Trish, my beautiful friend from Melbourne, is saying hi. And Laura Toggs is saying so the right things. Amen. I miss Kathleen baby Lola at the moment. So Brian's out of quarantine in a couple of days and um, out of self-isolation rather. And um, so I've been staying away from everyone as well. But um I'm going to have to go and see that baby because she's on solids right now. So I love you guys. Anyway, I'm going to pray for you. But tonight we are having another mega prayer meeting online. And so we did it last week. Things have changed yet again, but that our capacity to pray hasn't changed. And so I want to exhort you, encourage you to all come online for that. It's going to be about 30 minutes and it's going to be strong and powerful and already miracles are taking place. Amen. So um, be cool, be safe, and um, I love you, and I'm going to pray for you. So Father God, I just thank you for these darling hearts, every single one of them, Father, from all around the world. And Lord, we, with humility of heart yet again, we commit our way to you, we commit our day to you. And Father, your word truly declares that your mercy is on you every morning. We don't need to worry about tomorrow or thereafter. Actually, Father, we need to just keep committing it into your hand and your grace and your goodness. And so, Lord, I just pray that your peace will overshadow every home and household. I pray that children will be just calm and magnificent and obedient and delightful and funny today. And that um, as a church and as a people that we're going to continue, Lord, we pray for people who are not well. We pray for the hot spots. We pray, Father God, that you can turn the prognosis, Father, the sentence that has been spoken over lives. You can actually turn that around. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, for our worlds, we just lay hands on them. We lay hands on them in the spirit. And we say that they shall recover in Jesus' name. And our prayer is that casualties will be minimal because of who you are. So, Father, we're never going to fully know that, the side of eternity. But, Lord, prayer works. And so I compel, Father, in the name of Jesus, I compel the sisterhood, the Hillsong sisterhood, the color sisterhood, this global sisterhood, these women that you have raised up in these latter days, Father God, to be prayer warriors. I compel them in Jesus' name, in your name, Father, in your name, Lord, that um, you will stir prayer within us, Father God, and that we will see this thing come to conclusion. In Jesus' name. All right, sweetheart. Sorry, I dribbled on a little bit, but I love you. And um, I'll see you later tonight for online prayer meeting. Okay, so see you later. Bye. Amen. So now I shut up. And what do I do? I push end up here. Cheers. Cheers. Go make a sandwich. We are bread. Mm. We are bread. Mm.
you hear the birds? I can hear a child that's over there playing basketball as well. All right, love you. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. I hope you have found it encouraging and uplifting and helpful. Don't forget, you can subscribe on iTunes to make sure you get all of the latest episodes as soon as they're released. And if you have time, I'd love to hear from you. Write to me in the review or comments section. I look forward to being with you again next time.